0: earn 12 continuing education credits as you discover how to better support clients who have an interest in psychedelics. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive.
1: Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now.
0: Welcome to Spirit of Recovery, offering support for your spiritual growth and addiction recovery. Here's Reverend Dan Beckett.
2: Welcome to the Spirit of Recovery podcast. We're glad you're with us today. I'm Rev. Dan Beckett, here with co-host Rev. Michelle Vargas. Together, we share ways that spirituality and addiction recovery intertwine and work together to support your spiritual growth in your own recovery journey. We're basically a couple of recovery nerds and ordained unity ministers sharing our experience, strength, and hope on this spiritual journey of addiction recovery. We hope that something you hear today will be helpful to you on your own recovery journey.
1: We invite your questions, comments, wisdom, and feedback anytime. Just send an email to spiritofrecoveryunity at gmail.com. Facebook users, you can message us from our Facebook page, Spirit of Recovery. Just click the send message button right below the banner. And please help us carry the message by following and subscribing to Spirit of Recovery on your favorite podcast platform. You can also support our ministry through our Patreon page, which can be found at patreon.com slash spiritofrecovery.
2: Today's episode is titled Serenity After the Storm, inspired by the daily reflection entry. From the 12 and 12 on page 93 and 94, we read, someone who knew what he was talking about once remarked that pain was the touchstone of all spiritual progress, how heartily we AAs can agree with him. And it continues, when on the roller coaster of emotional turmoil, I remember that growth is often painful. My evolution in the AA program has taught me that I must experience the inner change, however painful, that eventually guides me from selfishness to selflessness. If I am to have serenity, I must step my way past emotional turmoil and its subsequent hangover and be grateful for continued spiritual progress. Mm.
1: Oh I see. Step my way. Okay. Yes. So using the steps to get through emotional turmoil. Yeah. This is a great one. Um let's see. Pain is the touchstone of all spiritual progress.
2: Amen, sister.
1: uh this is an unfortunate truth for me (laughs) I don't know if it's truth true for everyone and I don't know if there's another way I only know what it's been like for me and that has absolutely been the case for me um I think pain is a real motivator you know and so we can grow we can grow without pain. I mean, there's, there's ways that we are growing all the time by reading things, by praying, by taking care of ourselves, all of the step work, all of the things that we do, we are growing, growing, growing. Okay. But then there's the big things, you know, those, those, those really big, those inner, our core issues, our, um, our core wounds, if you want, you know, those, those big shifts that take place. Those for me have always been motivated by pain. And I think it's because it's not easy to make major changes in your personality, in your, um, your composition, your, you know, changing those, um, those. Okay. So basically like in unity language, we would say we have false beliefs about ourselves. We have error thought, right? So even though, you know, I, can say all these things, there's a part of me that feels like I'm not good enough, I'm not lovable, I'm not enough, I'm not worthy, whatever. Those are the things I'm talking about, right? And those things do not shift easily. They they can shift, but they do not shift easily because they are so core. They are so, they're such a part of, their coping mechanisms and things that we learned at a very young age. And they've become such a part of who we are that they feel inseparable from us. And my experience has been that no matter how much I wanted to change those things, they were just tenacious. You know, they just don't, they're impervious to affirmations and all, I mean, they just are hard to shift. And so for me, those things, the shifting and healing and, um, you know, improvement of those things have always come from pain. And I think it's because pain is a big motivator. You know, human beings, we do not like change, but we also, I think we don't like pain, well, I'm not sure which one we like less. We definitely don't like change, but we really don't like being in a lot of pain. Um, and so, When I've been in a lot, a lot of pain in my life, those have been the times when I have shifted and grown and changed the most. I don't know if it has to be that way, but it has been that way for me because it's taken that level of pain for me to be willing. You know what I mean? Like, Have you been in so much pain where you were just like, I mean, a lot of people um, have this experience with the actual substance or whatever it was for me, I had that experience probably three years into sobriety and it was over relationship stuff where I was just on my knees, just completely defeated and called up my sponsor and said, okay, I am now willing to do anything, anything you say to get out of this pain. And I feel like that's when spirit goes Not that God wants us to be in pain, but when, when we're in that place of so much pain that we are on our knees, on our knees as a place of surrender, right? God goes, okay, now I can work with that because you're starting to let go enough that I can get in. You know what I mean? So that place of surrender can be extremely painful, but it's a very, um, powerful place to be it's when real change can happen
2: yeah that's been my experience as well this idea that pain is integral to spiritual growth i would tend to agree with for based on my own experience yeah now you know we um read about in the program materials about spiritual awakening and sort of the um there there are white light experiences that one can have but there is also this sort of slow progression over time. Mm-hmm. And I think that, in my experience, you know the 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 painful part of growth is almost proportional to the, um, you know, the size of the shift. Yes. So if I have some huge healing that happens, that, in my experience, is inherently, painful or you know painful leading up to it like Mm. i i remember if when i've I've been really sick like sick to my stomach sick and i just feel terrible and it's achy all over and everything hurts and it's miserable right and then you you know and then i gotta run in the bathroom and puke which is miserable but as right. soon as that's done i'm like oh my gosh i feel so much better <laughs> it's almost like something had to leave in that process of letting go like that leaving is extremely painful yeah and so you know hence we have sayings in the program like i never let go of anything that didn't have claw marks on yeah. it yeah you know and um that idea that uh you know a lot of us come in And I don't honestly remember if I was in this place or not, but I totally get it. And I've done this and other things where we think, okay, my, you know, my life is perfect, except I drink too much. So I just need to fix that one thing. Like as if nothing else is going to change. And then of course we hear from the old timers, all you have to change is everything. everything. And I've been around long enough to find that to be the case. And even though that sounded terrible, and daunting when I first heard it and like everything's over, it actually has led me to a life that is so much better than anything I ever had experienced that I would never want to go back. Yeah, never want to go back to that old way. So yeah, pain is integral to spiritual growth in my experience, but it's totally worth it. And we don't have to do this alone. You know, I want to say we don't go off in a corner and, and get clean or sober on our own. We need the support of a trusted advisor. We need some kind of path, like a 12-step program, I think is great. It worked well for me. Uh, We need a community, I think, of fellow travelers. I've long said that nobody can do my inner work for me, but I can't do it by myself either. It's one of those spiritual uh, mysteries or um, axioms. So yeah, pain is integral to spiritual growth. And that's okay. <laughs> How's that? He says, uh, not not in not sitting in any particular pain at the moment. Check with me. Right. Yeah. Right? Easy to talk different about. Of, exactly. A different opinion.
1: I know. And well, I mean, it's like so many things in life when we're not in pain, we're so grateful that we're not in pain. I mean, it's like, you know, like the pain makes us so much more grateful for the joy. And it's, it's, there's, you know, one thing that that's sort of the nature of like opposites in life, right? If it weren't ever freezing cold, we would never be grateful for the days that it's warm. I mean, it's just kind of the way that we are as humans. And so um, I know that you and I, both of our the, the place that we sit in here today has been very hard won for both of us. You know, we've yes. both done a lot of hard work to get to the place that we are in. So so here's here's a concept that um, has helped me tremendously. And I guess it's, it's unity. Um, I know I've gotten a lot of these ideas from the... Um, The Q process work, the eye of the storm, Gary Simmons, all of that stuff was extremely helpful to me. Um, And also, frankly, um, a very, well, not very old, but a Christian prayer called the welcoming prayer has also been extremely helpful to me. And all of them say the same thing. Everything that comes to me in life is for my healing and growth. And in unity language, I would say for my highest good now this is a big big statement to make because humans we tend to think like oh god why is this happening to me and you know we feel bad for ourselves and it's not fair and yada yada and i'm not you know i'm i'm not immune to having those feelings but i've learned by going through this kind of thing so many times that when something big comes at me when i'm in pain when someone really triggers me, really hurts my feelings, you know, or I get my feelings hurt, I get triggered. Um, I'm to the point now where I go, okay, here we go again, because I know that like my next big growth shift is coming. Just because I've been through it so many times that now I I have a way of looking at life where. When these things come to me, I know that they're coming to me because the next piece of whatever it is, is ready to be healed in some way that I don't understand my own soul has possibly attracted these situations to me for my healing. And there are some folks that go so far as to say that that's the whole reason we came here, that we even, and I'm not saying that I endorse this or not, but that we even set up the circumstances of our life before our birth in order to bring about the healing that we came here to do in this lifetime. And so that way of looking at things has really, really, really helped me. And i'm not saying that when things happen I don't go through times of like oh my God, this is so unfair, why am I going through this again blah blah blah, but i've learned. That it's ultimately for my healing okay now whether that's true or not that it's set up that way I can make it be true by using it in that way right so. When something comes up like that, yes, I have to go through the pain, I have to do the work, but now I know that it serves a purpose serves a purpose. It is my soul wanting to get to the next layer, the next level of healing. And so that doesn't make the pain go away, but it certainly helps me understand the purpose for it. Because if I'm in pain and then on top of being in pain, I'm pissed off about being in pain and thinking that it's not fair that I'm in pain and why is this happening to me and what could I have done to avoid this? That just adds a whole bunch of other painful stuff on top of it. So I've learned when something comes up, I'm like, here we go. I, I I call it like God giving me my next assignment. Here's your next assignment. And I just imagine spirit like handing me a folder of like, this is where we're working next. You were wondering, well, here you go. You know, here's your homework. And um, when I approach things that way, there's a part of me that's going through the thing and it's, going through the pain and experiencing the pain, but there's my higher self is already seeing how I'm going to be shifting and growing and changing from this thing. And that makes it bearable. And, you know, you can try this out for yourself. Sometimes you got to go through it a few times before this kind of thing starts to make sense. But if you can take the, the the attitude that everything that comes to me in life is ultimately for my growth, my expansion, my learning, my shifting, my healing, my highest good, it will make those times a lot easier.
0: Are you a healthcare professional looking to translate psychedelic research into practice? Then register for Psychedelic Harm Reduction and Integration, a professional training offered by psychologist Elizabeth Nielsen and Ingmar Gorman at the Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York, May 24 through twenty-six. Earn 12 continuing education credits as you discover how to better support clients who have an interest in psychedelics. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive.
2: Yeah, that's a that's a hard won wisdom that you're sharing there. I I totally get that. And and it took me quite a while to get to that place, and it's still difficult when when challenging things come up I well know that there's something wonderful on the other side of this but Mm -hmm. I'm still not happy about it you know I can't just you know pretend or I don't know if anybody can but I can't if I'm in pain I'm in pain right but I've heard it said pain is inevitable but suffering is optional So the difference there, you know, something painful will happen to me, but I can make it way worse depending on what's going on in my head around it. So I try not to um, make it worse. And one thing that I find particularly challenging about all this is that it's like an emotional roller coaster. There's ups Mm -hmm. and downs, little Mm -hmm. ups and downs, medium sized up and downs, big ups and downs. And there's part of me that still, even after all this time. There's part of my brain that after coming out the other side of a difficult uh, growth experience th- wants to think now I'm done. You know, I'm fine. <laughs> I know that's a good, that's the best is that it were reaction true. is laughing because that's yeah. it's laughable. You yeah. know, it's part of me going to say, are we there yet? Can I be done with this now? I'm ready to be done with this. And we've, you know, I've heard it called, um, Peeling the layers of the onion, and I thought that's yes. a pretty dang big onion because There's any onion I ever had—just give me five minutes, I'll peel all the way to the middle of it. This <laughs> onion apparently has no middle. Or I've also heard it said that in the middle is a diamond. I uh, like that. I like that yeah. way of looking at it too. But yeah, this up and down, and I and I want to say that you know what we're what we're doing is we're head we're moving from turmoil to serenity. You know, this whole spiritual growth thing, in my experience, has been um, a journey of growing from turmoil to serenity. So this is going to a very wonderful place. Yes. That helps me to remember that during particularly difficult times with whatever it, it, it might be that's that's going on. And, you know, I have to say again, this is a, an ongoing learning experience. So, yes, I've been around the block a few times with this and yes, I still have the same kinds of experiences. What I have found is that like the the pain d- doesn't last as long or, you know, something that would have really upset me in the past and taken like a week to get on the other side of will upset me somewhat now and I in a, in a day to get mm-hmm. on the other side mm-hmm. of it. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. so grateful mm-hmm. for that progress, that hard one Oh yes, you know, from showing up and doing the work, suit up and show up and, and doing the work and telling the truth and being willing to be part of a community and all the stuff that we do on our um, addiction recovery path. It works, mm-hmm. but it does take time. But what's on the what's on the other side of it is serenity. So I can safely say that my, you know, serenity level goes up and has continued to go up. And yes, I drift away from it, but then yes, I return to it, and yeah. I spend more time returning to it than drifting away. And I'm not gone as far, and I'm not gone as long, exactly, away from that um, kind of place of balance and serenity. So this is going somewhere good. If you're listening to this and you're in a having a miserable time, just know that this is going somewhere good. One put one foot in front of the other. Keep showing up. Keep sharing what's going on with you with your community and you will find your way. Expect a miracle. Yes, uh, absolutely. So don't quit before the miracle. That's another way of saying the yep. same kind of thing.
1: Don't quit for before the miracle and expect the miracle. Um yeah th- there's no end game to this human life you know um my uh i think it's our senior minister reverend vicky who um has often joked you know if you wonder like when you're going to be done like if you're done you're gone like if you're still here it's cuz you're not done you know that's yes. just the nature of what we believe is a spiritual life, a spiritual existence. Um so we don't want to be done, you know, this is the journey. Um and it's painful at times, but if we can um if we can see it as a journey and know that it's a journey and know that there's going to be times that are painful and it's going to be mixed in with times that are wonderful and great, if we can sort of get that view of life, like know that life is kind of going to be like that, then I think we can accept it a lot more. It's when we think life is not supposed to be like that that we get into that suffering you were talking about. Exactly. You know, I do a mindfulness practice and I, I listen to a lot of different meditation teachers and um you know what I've learned, what I what I hear a lot of them saying is that um it's not the thing that's happening that's causing us suffering. It's our resistance to the thing, And this is very AA as well, right? We've got that whole passage about acceptance is the answer to all of my problems. Yes. So the more that we can accept that this is just the nature of life and not expect it to be any different and not get into suffering over how it's not fair and why it shouldn't be like this, it will be easier to move through these things. And you talked about those periods of serenity and they're like little bits of respite in between the growth work. Right. And hopefully as we move through this process and get farther down the journey, we get more and more of those times of serenity. Right. But there's also another phenomenon where we can have serenity, even in the midst of chaos. That's that whole eye of the storm concept. Um, we can be simultaneously going through something and feeling all of the human feelings of pain and, and you know, whatever, while another part of us maintains that serenity. While, while deep, deep within us, there is a peace. And we cultivate, I cultivate this peace through meditation. Um, you know, it can be cultivated in different ways. But um, so that even when you're going through something really tough, there's a part of you that is sort of outside of it, it's sort of like that witness observer, there's a part of you that has gotten a little bit of distance from it, so that you're not so, yes, so, you know, in unity, we 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 believe that we are both spiritual and human, so there's the human part of us that is going through these human things, and we believe Jesus, our way shower, went through human things, he experienced hunger and anger, and, you know, all of the things that we do, that's why he's such a great example for us all the while, well, there's our spiritual self that knows that this is not all there is, that there is more to this. And so, and that spiritual self is like the observer self, the witness, the part of ourselves that has just enough distance from the thing that we're going through, that it's not completely consumed by it and sucked into it. So this is something we have to cultivate with time. So we go through these human things and they're painful and they're challenging, but there's another part of us that is sort of above it all or below it all or within it all and it's that eye of the storm and we have to cultivate that on our own you know we can practice I mean that's what I do every day I practice even for just a short time sometimes longer periods of time I practice cultivating that peace and at first it might sound like what are you talking about there's no peace in there I'm all you know but with time, you can learn to find that place of peace within and you cultivate it, you grow it, you strengthen it, you, you, you forge the path back to it and you make that path stronger and stronger and stronger so that whatever is happening in life, you can be simultaneously going through it while also knowing that there's that place of peace, that eye of the storm within you
2: yeah it's that eternal peace it's that christ consciousness we would call it in unity it's Mm -hmm. the it's the divine part of us that does not get sucked into the story does not believe the hype is always grounded centered perfectly calm and knows that underneath it all all is well and i love that description of we we learn to find that in ourselves through a practice like yeah. you're describing, a mindfulness or whatever kind of prayer practice worked for us. And we keep coming back to that, and it gets better and better over time. But let's shift gears into our recovery in a nutshell, where we try to summarize the pieces of all this that we found most help- helpful. I always picture in my mind a newcomer. I was a newcomer. I remember being a newcomer. And I had lots of questions. I once asked a guy, how long you got to do this one day at a time thing anyway? And he just laughed, you know, 27 years and he's like, I'm still doing it today was his answer. So if a newcomer were to come to you, Reverend Michelle, and say, How do I work through my troubles and find this serenity I keep hearing about? Yeah. What would you share?
1: So I would say, number one, the relationship with the higher power is absolutely the first and most important thing in our lives. That's why it comes early in the steps. It's basically the first thing, right, is that we come to believe in a power greater than ourselves. That is the relationship that is going to sustain us through everything that happens in life. I know for a fact I have been through things in life that if I did not have HP on board, I would not have made it. So that's forging that relationship and building and growing that relationship. Number two would be what I just talked about, this practice of finding that eye of the storm, beginning to cultivate a place of peace within you, that you can that can be your refuge, your your home base, your, your place that you can go to when everything falls apart. You know that there is some part of you that still has access to that place of peace and calm and knowing that in some way you can't even see right now, all is well and all is going to be well. And then finally, the thing that I was saying before about beginning to see the challenges and difficulties in life as being purposeful. They are not there just to make us miserable and hurt us. It is our own soul calling forth these situations so that we can heal, so that we can grow, so that we can learn to rely more on spirit and on our own, um, our own inner divinity um and knowing that we are being guided by that to everything good that that these things that come to us are ultimately for our highest good and that makes it somehow easier to get through
2: yeah yeah i think my answer would be to begin as we've said with a meditation or a prayer or practice some kind of practice of purposely opening myself to that to the experience of that divine presence that's within. Mm -hmm. Uh, I have found step work important. I would say get a sponsor, join a home group, and work the steps with that sponsor. That worked for me. Uh, Just listen, you know, be a part of the community, your chosen recovery community be a part of that community and just listen to what others are saying not to assess not to find the you know one and only final right answer but just to take in what's being shared yeah. and expect a miracle i love that phrase don't yes. quit before the miracle and expect a miracle because it will happen and then of course all of this works only when we keep coming back this is yep. none of this is one and done keep returning keep returning in prayer keep returning to the home group keep listening keep returning to the step work keep expecting staying on the path keep coming back
1: yeah absolutely good advice well as always we have an affirmation to sort of anchor these things for you and our affirmation today says i trust god knowing everything is working for my highest good and i am grateful
2: And once again, I trust God, knowing everything is working for my highest good, and I am grateful. Well, it's happened again. You've given yourself the gift of another episode of Spirit of Recovery, and we are grateful that you have. We hope you found something in all of our blathering today that you find genuinely helpful. We bless you wherever you are on your recovery journey.
1: And as always, we invite your questions, comments, wisdom, and feedback anytime. You can find us on our Facebook page, Spirit of Recovery, or you can email us at spiritofrecoveryunity@gmail.com. at gmail.com.
2: And again, please help us carry the message by following and subscribing to Spirit of Recovery on your favorite podcast platform. You can also support our ministry through our Patreon page at patreon.com slash Recovery.
1: We are so glad you joined us today and we hope you will join us again. And until then, don't drink like my co-host.
2: And please don't drink like my co-host.
1: Instead, have yourself a wonder-filled week.